0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void are prohibited by law. See
1: terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mick Williams, Cyberline with you. 844 Radio U.S. 844 Radio U.S. Hosts 2020 at cyber Facebook.com slash net. The ever-loving tweety, Cyberline USA. And Neil Young's uh, hashtag, Southern Man," don't need him around no more. <laughs> Which is about what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah. So, f- from the department, stupid world, first world problems of the internet <laughs> comes to be at the behest of one Neil Young. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this to you because I posted this. So, everyone under 30, who's Neil Young? Everyone aged 31 to 60 didn't realize realize that Neil Young was still alive. Mm -hmm. Everyone's 61 plus. What the hell is Spotify? (laughs) Pretty much. So Joe Rogan has a show as a podcast, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a very popular podcast. He's got a lot of followers.
1: And he was on YouTube and a couple other places. And I heard um, Dan Bongino talking about him because YouTube... Uh, didn't like his stance on COVID. And so they, I guess, had banned him from YouTube. And uh, Rumble said, hey, come on over here. So now he's on Rumble. And then they had done this deal, and I'd seen it a couple months ago, I think it was. He's getting paid like $100 million to be on Spotify. Wow. Yeah. So they're paying him to be a podcast on Spotify. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ranch is this wacko Canadian, commonly known as Neil Young. And what has Neil Young done lately? Well, he's got, I think we calculated this out, he had something like 20-something albums and four live albums, something like that. He's got a small bit of albums. He's also been with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. He's done a lot of solo work. But here's the question. Can you name one song that you know of that Neil has done in the last five years?
0: Nope. No. No, you I, can't. No, I cannot.
1: Now, I was asked this question, and the first thing that came into my mind was uh, Southern Man, which I believe was in the late 60s, early 70s. Now, I'm thinking Four Dead in Ohio, but I think that's with him and Crosby, Stoles, and Nash. Uh-huh. And that was you know, around the 70s, too. So my thought of everything... Except maybe uh, the one album I could think of, farther than that, was Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. which uh, got a lot of airplay and everything. But beyond that, nobody knows. I mean, you remember the old stuff, but he's been cranking out albums and, in the studio. I think there's a live one. Yeah, a couple of live ones in there. But when you ask somebody off the top of their head, and I'm not talking about the millennials, because, you know, like I said, who's Neil Young? <laughs> uh-huh and the people that know they're like uh and i'm pretty entrenched in that time and i couldn't even come up with anything
0: honestly i had to go back and listen to it because i was a huge uh crosby stills nash fan but oh, yeah. as far as young was concerned no i i don't know what all he sings and probably I, I would probably recognize it and not realize it was him if you play any of his music
1: so you ever see the warner brothers cartoon where Foghorn Leghorn is, you know, the rooster of the of the place, and this old hen has a little egg that hatches, and it's a baby rooster. Uh-huh. And so he now has to teach the rooster and stuff, and now he's a threat to him because he's in charge, and of course, the rooster looks at him and says, ooh, you're that, you, you that rooster whose job I'm taking over. <laughs> and in the typical Foghorn yep. Leghorn fashion, they chase each other, try to blow each other up, take out the paddle and smack the dog around in the rope limit, and then finally at the close of the 10 minutes he goes into the farmhouse and says i just got to have it out with a boss one of us has to go it's either him or me and then you see a truck going out the back door going down the road and foghorn leghorn is in the back in a cage going well if you gotta go well, i guess you gotta go <laughs> so the little new guy won and that's exactly how i felt with this whole neil neil young and joe rogan thing and he's sitting there you know blustering well it's either him or me And I guess maybe they went to the people, the powers that be at Spotify, went to lunch, had a nice Chinese meal, maybe some sushi. And with no more maybe 20 minutes to an hour, boom, he was gone.
0: I'll tell you this. You know as well as I do, they were taking a look at the numbers and going, okay, Neil Young, Rogan. Mm -hmm. Neil Young, Rogan. Uh, Well, let's say, yeah. Rogan, Rogan, Rogan.
1: Rogan. Let's keep him. and, And then they did that. And then we come to find out that Neil wasn't honest with us. 'Cause he's like, Well, it's my music. I'm taking my albums and I'm going home. Well, you notice lately that there's a lot of people back from the day that are selling off their, their catalogs. huh And this scares the bejeebers out of me because I hate the fact that I'm being told about evil corporations by the Democrats and you know, this company's evil and that company's evil. And I was like, dude, have you looked at the music industry lately? There used to be tons of music companies, and they've all been bought out in their catalogs and everything, and now we're down to like three companies. We've got Sony, Uh Vivendi Universal, and we've got uh, Warner Brothers. Those are the three, and they've eaten everybody else up. Do you remember the movie that came out about 10 years ago called Pirate Radio? Uh, I remember it. Yeah, so funny. Covered the, the history of Pirate Radio by Universal Pictures, but- they couldn't have any Beatles because they had to pay for the rights to play the Beatles songs. The Beatles are what made Pirate Radio. Yep. But had they waited a year, guess what they did? They bought EMI out of bankruptcy. Guess who owns the Beatles catalog? Universal.
0: There you go. So
1: if they'd waited a year, they could have had all the Beatles music they wanted. Uh-huh. So uh, Bob Dylan just recently sold out. And there's all of these different uh, people that are getting a nice little cut. And then they give it to them, and now they control more of this music. you got people taking you off of YouTube because, oh, well, you know, we want to send, what do they call it, a takedown, because you don't have the rights to play our music. And they do this all the time. And Warner Brothers, from what Wyatt Cox has been telling me, does classic radio theater, they're the worst. And this keeps going on and on, but now these guys are like, dude, I just want a quick fix, and uh, the state's not going to get any more royalties. I think maybe... The royalties come, Warner Brothers owns um, Neil Young's catalog. So he did a similar deal, but he's not getting any money from it. He has no control over it. Uh He wrote a letter to Warner Brothers. He wrote one to Spotify, lawyers, all these things, and just cut himself off short of his knees. And now he's looking like a complete idiot. Well, not to be outdone, there's other people that just want to run with the lemmings down the cliff with Neil and there I saw this guy, I can't remember his last name, it is Nile something. And there was a thing I saw earlier that says this guy now wants to pull his catalog of music from Spotify in solidarity with Neil Young.
0: Hey, if if they want to, it's their music. I mean, if they've got the yeah. rights to it. If they've got the rights yeah. to don't, it. Don't hey, be lying to the people.
1: It. If it's your music and, and you're, you know, free and clear to navigate, fine. That's yeah. your right. Nothing says I gotta listen to it. And how do we know your music ain't crap? Right, it's very possible. Well, so, how many rappers are gonna go with Neil? How many, you know, maybe Eminem meets to say, "Yeah, I'll go with him," you know, and that's what you want to do. Then fine. But guess know, what? Rogan's still there, and they're still making money off of him. the The flip side
0: is is how is the how, how's the law structured today? Do they really need to get his approval if they're going to play it or not?
1: Well, the, yeah, it depends on how how the deal is structured. Yeah, you know, because back in the day, like you went with. Oh, um, don't get
0: me wrong. I mean, I they, they would Spotify would still pay the royalties well, that they're supposed to that's pay. That's
1: another thing. Spotify has been one of the companies, in Pandora uh-huh. have fought because you remember that whole thing with the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the Dome Cost Law. Sure. And they set up Sound Exchange, and of course, they're they're raping people for uh these rights to send to uh to pay for the music and all these people uh it was like thousands of internet radio stations just went out in the blink of an eye because they can't afford the carp that's what they call it and so then they come in and depending on who these guys are they get something, but they have dug their heels in and said, no, we're going to fight you for it. And so now they're upset because, well, I get these checks from Pandora and I get checks from Spotify. is not enough to buy a steak because they're fighting them. Huh. They're, they're, and every year the carp goes up and then they come out with new rules. And then another set of Internet radio stations go, dude, this is a hobby. I'm out of here. They, they charge, And then XM Sirius was the stupid ones. You ever look at your bill for Sirius? You have a music tax. Last I looked, it was twenty. Uh, it was two dollars ninety nine cents a month. I think it's gone up since then.
0: Actually, I don't have a music tax. I do have XM serious You know why? Why? I bought it. Uh, oh gosh! Did you get the lifetime ten years ago when they when they, when they were selling lifetime. I bought it.
1: Okay, good. Like, then you probably got. I'm out one of, a of the few.
0: Time. I'm one
1: of the few. Yep. Yep. And they charge you every month for that, and that goes to them because they were stupid enough to sign a contract to do that and there's a lot of acts like ray charles and others back in the day they got a contract they did so many albums and that was it and they've been playing this music forever in their libraries all over the place and the old acts aren't getting it now uh Edewon, i forget uh, the whole name but he was a guy that made atlantic records and they went to him and said dude these guys put their heart outs for us we're making money off their backs we should give back and he did before he died, he set up everything. He said, Aretha, we're going to make it right for you. We're going to make it for Sam and Dave. We're going to make everybody, we're going to make it right. And they did. And it was very good that they did. But now they're wanting these laws like, well, there's people in the band that, you know, weren't on the album. Because it's like, well, the person that writes the song is the one that gets paid. And the person that sings the song gets paid. But if you're a trumpet player or something in the band, you don't get paid. So now they want more money from them. Right. And it's ridiculous. And now you've got this trifecta of these three companies that have bought up everything and they control the music. Do you know, remember the whole thing that they finally settled out about happy birthday? That oh, somebody, yeah. Remember that? Somebody claimed, well, we have the rights and every time you sing happy birthday, you owe us money.
0: Yeah. And, and you know
1: people, when you go to a restaurant, they didn't sing happy birthday. They go, happy, happy, birthday, happy, 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 you oh. know, and, and anything but happy birthday. And then finally the courts came back and said, dude. It's it's public domain. You can't be charging for this. Now everybody sings happy birthday in a restaurant.
0: Oh, movies too. They wouldn't play it in yeah. there.
1: So and every year there's more stuff coming to public domain and they fight for it because they're like, no, you know, Disney, there's tons of Disney animation that should be public domain. And then they have these laws now that say, you know, the Sonny Bono Copyright Act and all of that said, no, nah, you're good for 95 years. And they just keep putting, the, just kicking a can down the street and moving the goalposts. And this stuff is supposed to be in the public domain, but it's not. And they make money hand over fist, and they're they're dead by now in the estates and everything else. Maybe they get a cut, maybe they don't. This stuff needs to be reined in. But you know, we got to think about the evil corporations like Amazon yeah. and Google and everybody else. But nobody gives a rat's rear end in the fact that you're getting blood dry from three major companies who are dictating music.
0: You know, that was one question I had about these copy, the copyright laws. I thought when the Disney, uh, when that whole thing came through, I thought they extended it for corporations could have it for 120 years, whereas individuals oh, it's, it's have it they, a lot less than keep, that.
1: Yeah, because the whole thing, and even with a patent, it's there to allow you to make enough money, and for so long it's you, you know, get it together, get your money, and then it's supposed to go into public domain. Right. Well, you have the same way with... Uh, with you know, movies and, and audio. And then the next thing you know, it's supposed to be in a public domain and they're like, Oh, wait a minute, man, that that's gonna take money from us. So we gotta get a congressman land I their pockets know. and move that goalpost out to ninety five. Oh no 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 we gotta move it out to hundred and twenty.
0: I don't think they ever envisioned that these that the music would last that long. And, Me. and
1: and God help you if you're a person who, you know, puts a video up. One of the things I liked about YouTube, you could watch 80s videos. It's like mm-hmm. MTV all over again, and then when these guys started consolidating, next thing you see, oh, take down notice, take down notice, and the videos that you want to watch are gone. And even with British television, there's shows that you can't get on DVD or on streaming, and people uh, actually bought the DVDs because they're region two or whatever and converted them and put them up on YouTube. Ah. And I finally got to watch an old show, and I almost got to the end of it, and all of a sudden, takedown down, tick down, take down, down, because wow. the company that owned the rights to it said, nope, nope, that's our copyright. No, you can't do it. Well, why don't you stick it on a Region 1 or put it on streaming over here Netflix so we can watch the silly thing? Hmm. Nope, nope, nope. We just want to screw with you. And, and they do this all the time. And so if Neil Young is able to take his catalog away, fine. If you don't want to be a part of it, then fine. You know, I don't know where else you're going to go for your money because there ain't that much now. You know, it's basically, there's only a few players that are, are streaming doing that kind of stuff. And Vivo, that was nice because you could see a lot of the uncut and uncensored videos like blurred lines and stuff. So somebody got on them and said, Oh no, we can't do that no more. We're, we're just going to play the, the censored stuff. Right. And I'm like, gee, thanks guys. That's why I went to Vivo. I want to see, you know, the way it was supposed to be. But now we can't even do that.
0: Right. Yeah. So yeah.
1: That's the way it is until, you know, congressmen wake up and stop getting paid off by these guys. And then actually, you know, my whole thing with the Internet radio is if you're a nonprofit, your college station, you shouldn't have to pay it. You know, if you maybe make it lower, I might compromise. But these guys are having all of this money going up and up and up and up. And the college stations can't even do it. And now they got to take them offline because, you know, it, it's cost them so much money. They are non-profit organizations.
0: Well, I mean, the Cut problem... Cut them
1: some slack.
0: I, I think the pro, uh, Part of the problem, though, is is that the industry has changed. You used to buy vinyl.
1: You used to buy
0: CDs. Yeah, you used CDs, to buy they tapes. rape
1: you because it was cassette. a good profit margin in those.
0: Yeah. So you don't buy the cassette tapes. You don't buy the DVDs. You don't buy the uh, CDs. You don't buy the vinyl anymore. Uh, actually you do have
1: some people oh, let a comeback by the vinyl <laughs> but still anyway well so we get back we're going to tell you how you can listen to Khan yeah. yes send that right Admiral Khan. Okay, Mick Williams, I'm with you. I'm not going to give the phone numbers out to you because this is the uh, last piece of it here. So anyway, um, it's funny they're doing this again because they had a 35th anniversary. And it looks as though Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, is returning to theaters to celebrate its 40th anniversary in 2022. Now, it debuted, and according to the IMDb, that was June 4th, 1982, and I remember it well because that was a summer And we were all over the movie theaters over and over and over again to see this. Uh, They delivered a more focused, tenser story than the first Star Trek movie. Uh, Critics and fans widely regarded Wrath of Khan as the best Star Trek movie and one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time, particularly passing William Shatner's performance as Kirk and Ricardo Montalban as the Khan. Yeah. And if it's not enough for it returning to movie theaters, those characters are featured in the first wave of new Playmate Star Trek toys in 12 years. So in association with Turner Classic Movies, Fathom Events. If you've never been to Fathom Events, do it. They they are doing these things. They're never on a marquee. So if you walk up to get tickets, you got to know about this because there's not going to be anything that shows that this is going on. And they got a site you can go to, and you just type in your zip code, and if it's available in your area, they'll tell you where to go. A lot of them are AMC theaters if they're in the area. And then you just order them online and you show your tickets and you're going to watch it. Mm -hmm. So in conjunction with the two, uh, they're going to send their Ethicon back to theaters for three nights in September. Sunday, September 4th, Monday, September 5th, and Thursday, September 8th. And I also have an official uh, poster from Phantom, as you can see on our Facebook page. And uh, it's going to celebrate 40 years of the director's cut on the big screen. And, of course, we all know, you know... Khan's back with a vengeance and everything.
0: You know, what was so great about that movie was, you know, it was based off an episode in the original series. Right. And that was the Botany Bay incident. That was Space Seed. Space Seed. Yep, yep, you're right. Botany Bay, um, Space Seed, and they they to have Ricardo Montalban in that original series and then to be able to bring him back yeah. as such a... You know, he was an early actor then. I guess I, I don't know how much, how long his career had gone in that first space Seed episode. But then all Way of a of sudden, career. you have him later on when he's matured as an actor and really, really great. He was good in the original series, but wow, in the Rathacon, he yeah. just he
1: just was. Both of Just them, all out. Up, him and Shannor, both chewing up scenery. Oh, yeah. So this is actually part of them uh, coming out with a 4K UHD set of the original four-movie collection that uh, they've released last year. And so this is going to be uh, kind of a celebration of that as well. Now, two- Does
0: that mean Star Trek's one through four?
1: Yeah. Okay. A- and so here's a little trivia. One, of course, Ricardo Montalban re- reprises his role. But remember, he was doing Fantasy Island at the time. Uh-huh. And then Kirk or Shatner, I think, was doing T.J. Hooker. So when you see them, they were never together. They came in and did their parts because of their schedules. So when it was put together, you know, you see them in the ships back and forth, and notice they were never in the same place at the same time. They're always on a ship or somewhere else, and that was because of their schedules. The other thing is, is that the uh, woman that played. The lieutenant that she goes with them and, and goes to City Alpha 5 or whatever it is and stayed with him, remember he talked about his wife and the little scorpions that got in her head and everything? Uh-huh. Well, they wanted her to reprise the role, but she was coming down uh, for some time with really bad case of MS. And I think she passed away at like 49 or 50 because of it. And she said, look, I'd love to do it, but, you know, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm not going to be able to do it. So they were a little disappointed about it, but they realized, you know what, if we kill her off, That will just make the character more angry. And now he's going to take it out on Kirk because, you know, he left him there and his wife dies. Yeah. And it worked. It did. (laughs) So, you know, you didn't need her. But, boy, it set that sucker off, and now it's one of the greatest movies in history. Sadly, a lot of the the cast is no longer with us. And, of course, Nichelle Nichols now is coming down with dementia, so you know won't be able to make any appearances or anything. But uh, if you want to take the kids and the grandkids and actually see it the way it was meant to be, there you go. You can go to Fathom Events, I think it's dot com, or you can go over to the Cyberline page, uh, Facebook dot com slash Cyberline net. Click on the article, which will take you over to Fathom Events. And generally, like I said, you just put in the zip code, see what the theater is nearest to you, and pay for the tickets, and print them out, and you go to the front end like you normally do to get tickets in the theater, and say, "Hey, I'm here for Athacon, and you'll go in a special theater, and you get to watch it uncut, in the director's cut, the way it was meant to be. All right, so we will see you next week. Hopefully uh, we won't be froze to death here this week since it's supposed to go down to 18 degrees. Yeah. And until then, on the behalf of myself and Video Bob, good night.